Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Blame it on the rain. Yankees, Cleveland, Game 5, postponed due to rain. You feel horrible that your fans are sitting through that. They'll play this afternoon. I'm Sean Adams at Yankee Stadium. A fight on a subway platform over a cell phone ends up with a man dead on the tracks and another in police custody. I'm Marla Diamond at the Jackson Heights Roosevelt Station. We'll hear about a rise in suburban crime that has the attention of Governor Hochul. And we'll lay out the trash rule changes coming to New York City designed to keep the rats away. As always, we'll dip into the archives for our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound. It's Tuesday, October 18th. Good morning. I'm Mac Rosenberg. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. Today's weather should be better with a mix of clouds and sun, a chilly breeze, the high 54 to 58. And the weather was the winner of last night's Yankees division championship game. The losers were the fans in the stands who waited and waited and wondered why the game wasn't called much earlier. Well, there is an answer to that. Our Sean Adams is at Yankee Stadium. So, Sean, how long do the ticket holders have to sit there? Three hours on pins and needles, anxious, longing, yearning, wet and weary by the end with no payoff. Game five for all the marbles. Yankees, Cleveland, American League Divisional Series postponed. Yankees GM Brian Cashman says they thought the clouds were going to clear. Everybody expected us to have good weather once that system cleared. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. And uh, and because of that, you know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of people, you know, were forced to wade through some bad, bad weather. And for that, obviously, we're sorry. You know, there's no doubt about that. You know, uh, it, no one wants that for anybody. I don't wish that on on our fans ever and nobody wants to take you know have our customers struggle through that type of stuff and and uh so we all thought we were playing tonight well anticlimactic end there to a long wait wayne all right we'll blame craig allen on that and give him the chance to talk about it in a second but uh, what's the plan for today sean well there's no time to waste they're going to play this afternoon first pitch 407 nestor cortez on the mound the winner then has to race off to houston to face the astros tomorrow in the american league championship series Thank you, Sean. And a man fighting on a subway platform was run over by an F train. Did he fall? Was he pushed? Marla Diamond in Queens this morning. Marla, have uh, police released any video yet here? They haven't, Mac, and that is critical to the investigation. Police say this fight began around 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon when a 48-year-old man bumped into a 50-year-old man who dropped his cell phone onto the tracks. There was a fight over who should retrieve it that turned physical. The 48-year-old man fell. 
or was pushed and was run over by an F train. Charles and D'Souza is with the Strap Hangers Group Passengers United. He spoke to CBS2 about the dangers here. At this station, there's constantly issues here. There's constantly people falling on the tracks. There's no police to be found. Police do have a man in custody in connection with yesterday's tragedy, but no charges have been filed. Meanwhile, subway conductors have been directed to alert riders when police officers are on board trains or on platforms. According to an internal MTA memo that was obtained by the Daily News, the October 4th mandate is among the latest efforts by the MTA and the NYPD to make riders feel safer as subway crime remains up from pre-pandemic levels. Uh, up, uh, Marla, did the, you know, how, how much higher? Do the numbers really back up the fear that we all have? Um, they do, um, especially the very serious crimes. If this was a shoving, it would be the city's ninth homicide in the subway system this year, breaking 2021's 25-year high of eight murders within the system. You may remember last Friday, a 15-year-old was shot and killed on the A train in Queens. Certainly something that riders are talking about and very concerned about this morning. We head to the Weather Center with Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Really going to feel like autumn today. It is. It's going to stay in the 50s. Even though we're down to 50 degrees right now, you'd think it would turn around, gain maybe 10 degrees or so. Nope, it's going to stay cool, but it will be dry after we get rid of the last showers across Long Island and Connecticut this morning. Yeah, there's still a few lingering out there. 50 degrees, it's going up to about 54 to 58. Tonight, clear and cold, 40 to 45 in the city. 30s in most of the suburbs. Our first frost and freeze for gardeners and those with plants outside. Just make sure you know about that for tonight and into tomorrow morning. Wednesday, mostly sunny and quite cool, 55. But then on Thursday, mostly sunny. And it does start turning milder, about 55 to 60 on Thursday. 50 now, humidity 44%. We have a northwest wind at 6. There'll be less snack time for the rats when the city rolls out new rules on when trash can be put out. Steve Burns heard from the mayor on this. The biggest change would be adjusting the garbage set out time. That's the time that people can bring their trash bags out to the curb for collection. Right now in New York, that is 4 p.m. the day before collection. And that's the earliest set out time of any major city in the U.S. So starting in the spring, the city is looking to change that to 8 p.m. And they also want to do more overnight collections as opposed to morning collections uh, for residences or businesses that want to set it out earlier. They can do that as long as the garbage is in a container with a lid. Steve Burns points out that in most other cities around the world, you never see a garbage bag on the street. they got big containers there on each block, and the garbage trucks come every day. And New York is studying that. Well, city crime gets all the headlines, but Governor Kathy Hochul says in the suburbs... We do see an uptick in property crimes. And here's the context. From 2019 to 2021, overall property crimes declined, with New York having the lowest rate, 30% lower than the national average. But just in 2022, something has happened. New York State has experienced a real rise in property crimes, and what is driving that is thefts of catalytic converters. Thefts are up over 200% in some parts of the state over the last two years. Nassau County reports 1,549 thefts this year. So the governor has signed a bill into law now that requires scrap metal shops to keep records to know who comes in with converters to get money. People can also get kits to etch serial numbers into the converter so if one is stolen, authorities can trace the car it came from. 
Tuesday, the 18th of October already. I'm Wayne Kevin. Good morning. I'm Mac Rosenberg. Here are three things to know. One Kevin Spacey at his sex assault trial in Manhattan Federal Court told the jurors that he was raised by a neo-Nazi father who would lecture him for hours, leaving him ashamed and afraid to come out as gay. Number two, an autopsy is planned for today for former Giants cornerback Antonio Denard, 32 years old, shot to death this weekend outside of a bar in Berks County, Pennsylvania, near Reading. Third thing, Manhattan restaurateur Keith McNally, owner of Baltazar, banned James Corden from his Soho eatery yesterday for allegedly being abusive to his staff, arguing about an omelet. Well, McNally says Corden has since apologized, called up on the phone, said he was sorry, and so he'll be given a second chance. Now it's our WCBS News Radio 88 seconds in sound for this date, October 18th, starting with one year ago. Secretary Jefferson, you have the floor, sir. 2021. The city commission is voting unanimously to remove a statue of Thomas Jefferson from City Hall. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Council member Adrian Adams has... Sit in the presence of a statue that pays homage to a slaveholder who fundamentally believed that people who look like me were inherently inferior. It's been in the city council chamber for more than a century. 2001. Two more cases of anthrax were confirmed today. One works in a New Jersey post office. The other works in my office as my assistant here at CBS News in New York. Five would die in these anthrax letters. To this day, we still can't say who did it. The Yankees were known as the Bronx Zoo in 1977 when they became winners again, taking the World Series on this night. But as WCBS sports director Ed Ingalls reported, the clubhouse was a madhouse. The Yankees season became baseball soap opera. Owner George Steinbrenner repeatedly on the verge of firing manager Billy Martin. Martin feuded with Reggie Jackson. And one day in June up in Boston, the manager had to be restrained from physically assaulting his high-salaried outfielder. Thurman Munson was miffed at Jackson because of Reggie's remarks in a magazine article that downgraded the catcher who had been the American League's most valuable player the previous year. Worse yet, team turmoil fell five and one-half games behind the Red Sox in early August. Yankee left fielder Lou Pinella says it was then that the best team that money could buy began to straighten out. Every place we went, really, we were just the circus of the American League, the laughingstock of the American League. Uh, the Yankee millionaires, the best team money can buy. Uh, they can't even get along together, much less play baseball, you know, so... Uh, we finally said, look, let's get this damn thing straightened out. Let's start playing baseball. If we lose, let's go down like champions. Let's not go down like clowns. Jackson and the Yanks had saved their best for last. Reggie hits three successive pitches for homers. And the Yanks take the sixth series game from the Dodgers and capture the world championship. Reporter Art Athens describes the Yankee Stadium scene. <laughs> Saturday Night Live in its first season in 1975 reunited Simon and Garfunkel. And this song they sang that night is sampled in a recent hit by AJR. This is October 18th. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.